The name's Time. Garage Time. Let's get into it. Adam, how you doing? We'll get to that in a minute. I got something that's burning a hole in my pocket. I don't know. It's money. doesn't matter. I'm real upset burning about it. Burning a hole it. somewhere. What's, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it just came to me as I looked up at the TV while we're waiting for the theme music to finish playing. I saw a little Caesars commercial and it got me to this, this idea. I'm so fucking sick and tired of people dogging on Little Caesars. It's outrageous. $5 for a large pepperoni pizza and it's not garbage. Yeah, it's not the greatest in the world, but eh, five bucks. It also uh, it also financed all of the parking lots and all of Greater Metro Detroit. So, right, I mean, it's pretty impressive what they've done with it. Right, I mean, in comparison to all the other pizza joints that are out there, I'd rather eat Little Caesars more than almost eighty percent of them. Pizza Hut garbage, Papa John's garbage, Domino's garbage, and they're more expensive. Go fuck yourself. I mean, if you look at it, at least he's not racist, too. I mean, Papa John's terrible right. racist. Right. Right. You know, at least Mike Illich, you know, like, you know, stop me if you've heard this before, paid for Rosa Parks' rent in mm-hmm. her final days. Mm-hmm. Right. At least there's not a bunch of bison just walking around some the headquarters of the facility like there is for Domino's out in Chelsea or wherever that's at. I was going to say, I don't know where you're going with that, but OK, you, you, you tied it home. Yes, yeah. there's the. Domino Farms, yes, of ridiculous. Course. They don't even of have. Course. They don't even let bison on the pizza. What do you got all that bison for? Yeah, yeah give me a bison pizza, and maybe right. I'm into it. Right. Sorry, and that, I, you know, and like uh, Domino's. Okay, who we had? I asked that question. Who's keeping Long John Silver's alive? Mm-hmm. Who's keeping Domino's alive? I don't know. Fucking Denny Hamlin in the commercials. Have you had Domino's? It's like cardboard. It's cardboard, it's cardboard with cheese See, on it. And the, and the slices, those are the smallest triangle slices of like just sheer area size I've ever seen in my entire life. It's, bec- it's because cardboard doesn't have a good weight ratio, uh, mm. a density to weight ratio. So if you cut it wider and you've, you, you, uh, you are spreading out more weight over uh, it can't sustain less structural its support, structure. it's yeah. going to fold like a floppy dick every yep. time. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, so it's no, like a dead giveaway. I'm just sick of people, especially in Metro Detroit, dogging on Little Caesars. You know how many college kids? I mean, you're looking at two of them that lived on that shit for the probably. You worked there for. I mean, I worked there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I worked there my junior year. Um, the only problem is it gives me. I'll be fair. Not just them. Uh, it gives me the bubble guts like nobody's business. Yeah. Well, so does every other. So does Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Pizza Hut does it to me too. Where um, you also worked, so you're just. I did. I did. You just worked for the worst, <laughs> the worst things for your body. Working there, though, I could figure out, like you know, like barbecue chicken pizzas. I could do that, but I mean, let's let's be real. I mean, the crazy bread is oh. just. Oh, it's phenomenal! It's outstanding. Yeah, nowhere else can even try. You know what I found out was the weirdest thing about Little Caesars working there? They make their own dough. Of all places, you would think would just be frozen, recycled, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yadas. It would be the place that charges you $5 for a large pepperoni pizza. Right. And it's, it's fresh but dough no, every morning. They made me, they made my drunk college person get out of bed at like 7 fucking a.m., pull down 80, ba- 80 pound bags of flour and put in this gigantic vat mixer. Vat might be too strong of a word. But there was some give and take with it. The giant area where we kept all the flour made outstanding. I'm too hungover to live beds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can imagine in fact, that. Some of my least favorite memories in life happened there. And what I'm really referencing is I was on shift when Michigan lost to Appalachian State. Oh, was listening to it the entire time. Left one to B Dubs, and then like saw walked into the B Dubs there. And Mount Pleasant saw Brent, uh, I forget who the kicker was, saw the field goal get blocked and then returned, started walking out with my buddy who also worked there at the time. 
uh, and then had a Spartan say something like some, uh, uh, and I knocked his hat off his head and then my friend pushed him over backwards out of his seat as we went down. <laughs> the fuck it was like here. the quickest to a bar into a bar fight out of a bar I've ever been in my life. Very it was nice. weird. All before like 3 p.m. It was outstanding. I mean, outside of Michigan losing, that sounds like a fine evening. Or fine nothing afternoon. if we weren't, yeah, nothing if we weren't, you know, efficient. That's right. Sorry, that little season, I saw the commercial, and I'm, I'm just sick of it. I just really am. They also have just absolute A1 marketing. Their commercials are outstanding. Oh, they're fantastic. fantastic. Between them and Wendy's uh, Twitter team. Oh, boy. Do you hear that? Yeah. Oh my God. Just fucking call of the wild in my front. I I apologize. Mm. Well, it's good because by the end of this episode, it'll be my dog going off. So we'll really bookend. Well, the wife bad. the wife's at a the wife's at a work meeting, and so you know the other two dogs are up front, yelling and screaming at everybody that walks by or any sound that you hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, anyways, beyond from that, um, you you brought up brought up pizza. Now I'm starving, and that's like the last thing I. I'm not going to lie, you've probably got a good head start on me when mm. it comes to our fitness challenge. My ass was stuck in a car for 11 hours this weekend. Yeah, it's real hard to get real macro on your uh, macros, uh, micro on your yeah. macros when you're in the car trying to eat Subway sandwiches or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I packed it in. It's weird. So I'm in the car for like 11 hours driving. So I drove to Kentucky and back after I didn't go to bed until... Like one in the morning on daylight savings time. So uh-huh. ergo two in the morning. I woke up at five AM. So I got three hours of sleep. Drove straight to Kentucky from Detroit. Walked an automotive plant for work. And turned around and drove straight home. I got home by like eight thirty. So I was in the car for like eleven hours. I still had like twelve thousand steps in the day. That's not bad. It's it was it was absolutely miserable, absolutely miserable. I, you know, and you see the worst people in the world when you're on long highway trips, mm-hmm. like uh, lady in the red Odyssey minivan that just took five lanes with her blinker on, mm-hmm. and if the person in the last lane for the exit didn't see, I mean, they were going basically off a fucking overpass together, right? Because she just couldn't be bothered to, you know turn her fat neck to the right and see if anybody else was driving. Wasn't the Odyssey, the car, when it came out, the initial commercial for its release, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was during a Super Bowl, there was a Panther in, there was a, a like a black Puma. They opened up the side door and like fog rolled out. And there yeah, was I don't a know Puma if that was the initial, the yeah, I don't know if that was the initial one, but that I'm was having a like a, commercial. I'm having like a massive like, File cabinet open. This memory popped out right now. <laughs> hey, hey, remember this? Yeah. <laughs> Look got, what we still have. I hey. Can't, I can't tell you how to do algebra that you learned five years hey. ago, but I got this Pythagor- for you. He's flipping through Pythagorean theorem. Don't need Don't that. Need Panther in a min- minivan? And How to keep a checkbook? Don't need that. Oh. Hey, what was that shitty uh, hairband minivan commercial from the Super Bowl? Oh, you mean this? You mean the Odyssey? <laughs> I got, got it. it right here. <laughs> What do you want to know about 2008 it? bears chiefs or whoever it was that it was bears and somebody else. Fourth commercial break, <laughs> second quarter, third roll, 65 second Super Bowl. That, that's when it happened. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty right on in my head about that. Yeah. But so, you know, I, I continue to like have these things like, so it was the birthday last week, mm-hmm. birthday party for my dear wife. Well, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, Partake. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now we've got March Madness, which if you have not done it yet, we'll post it again. Click the link. It's ESPN.com. It's the free tournament bracket challenge. You log in, you pick your thing, just make sure it's locked. It's one entry per email, basically. And you can't edit it after the first game start on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you know, you might win something. Who knows? Might, and and even, you know, you can sign in on like the, uh, when you submit one, they have like their all state 
everybody in the world bracket challenge. Yeah, you give them your email so they can send you unlimited emails yeah. and you can possibly win a million dollars or something. And you already get... You don't pay attention to yeah. any of the emails you get anyways. Let's not be... Let's not kid anybody. All of you listening have 800 emails that constantly come through on the daily. Correct. So what's another one, right? If and, you don't already have one. Right? And to be fair, on, when that first email is sent to you, scroll all the way down to the bottom and there'll be a button that says unsubscribe. Click, takes you to the website. Yeah. Boop, bop, beep, you're done. Yeah, a little so, bit of work, but, you know. But so we have that going, mm-hmm. which will normally, you know, it's, we like to get it, right? You know, and it's it's kind of odd because the past couple of years, it's always worked out where my wife, would go with the boys to her family's from out of state. And so her grandparents on both sides still live there. So they would always go and it worked out for like three years in a row Mm -hmm. that it was always St. Patrick's day week and the first weekend of March madness for three straight years. It did this. Yeah. Glorious times to be alive. If, if it was, if it was going to happen, right that she would be out of town and I would like, that was the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we literally had like summer camp adult style in yeah. March in my house, just absolute sleepover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We went shopping together yep. for the weekend. I, it was just, we cooked, we took turns cooking breakfast yep. each morning. This dog is, I'm going to post a picture for everybody uh, at the end of this. And if you want to, we might be able to strike a bargain. I'm just kidding. Free 99. Um, but so none of that's going on. Well, and that's okay. The kids aren't leaving for extended periods of time. We're still no, going to well, figure something out. They're not out of town because, you know, there happens to be a global pandemic going mm-hmm, on right mm-hmm, now. Generally. Um, but this time, you know, we're, we're still going to do something, right? Uh, and it's, I, we're lucky that we didn't have some grandiose plan because. Mm. No clue that they rearranged the first round. Correct. I was looking on Sunday when I got home, and I couldn't tell if it was because I was so damn tired or what. I'm like, Michigan's playing first round on Saturday, which never happened. But, so Thursday starts the play-ins instead of Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday. Works out great for us because we got Saturday lined up. Mm-hmm. But we're going to kick it off, as we always do, with our uh, ceremonial dinner. Mm-hmm. That we we always like to do. Hopefully, this place that we like to frequent has uh, has the muscles in because one time they did not. Last let time. me tell you, oh my goodness, it was miserable. Yeah, I mean everything else was fantastic about it, but if you don't start the evening off correctly with with the muscles, really might as well throw the whole night down the down the drain. I mean, we have a specific booth that we like, and we I believe we have it. I told fantastic. her I said it's. Uh, I called today, and I said, uh, you know reservations well not for tomorrow st patrick's day yeah i get it i go what about friday they got three of us about 7 30 like a spot in the back it's kind of a thing we'd like to kind of she's like oh yeah yeah yeah. i've got a corner booth i'm like you're damn right you do yeah because there's only two corner booths the one right when you walk through the curtain to the right and to the left so i don't know which one it is oh it better be the one to the left i'm sure fate will guide us that's right. right But, but so we, but, we have our booth, we start with the mussels, then we get a bottle of wine to match with the pair with the mussels, maybe a nice Chardonnay. And the calamari. And the calamari. And then we we partake in our dinner with another bottle or two of wine. Yeah. The uh the only issue is it's going on a year actually, as we're recording, it's been uh three hundred and sixty seven days since we last ate there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, because that, we, <laughs> that was this Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, March 14th last year, we went there and then we hit a cigar bar and um, that Monday then locked ourselves in our house on Monday. Yep. It was so, very fortuitous. Uh, we also did it this fall. We went to go there, but they kind of screwed us. Won't mm-hmm. talk about that. And so we went to another place. And then that Monday, Michigan itself tightened its. It's, uh, so really, it's what you guys don't—you guys actually, you listening don't want us to go because they tend go to get close. some toilet paper. Yeah, go yeah, get toilet paper. Your preemptive, uh, uh, preemptive warning to that. Um, but I'm excited for that. Now I think the cigar bar's out. However, I was looking at the weather last weekend. That was a 10 day forecast. You know, those things that never know what the hell is going on. 
I'm looking, it looks to be about 50s, but there's some options for rain. You know, we might be able, if it's if it's a nice 50, maybe swing the doors open in the garage, have yeah, some cigars not, out there. It's not prepped. It's not prime. She's not ready. That's like, that's like showing up to like, you know, a date's house two hours early and mm-hmm. like hanging out with her before she's ready. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can't do that. No, but we might be smoking somewhere. May not be the garage then. Let's see. It says eh, 50 with a low of 25. Let's not force it. Let's no. not force no, it. No, let's not. Um, anyways, but yeah, it, it's it's good to have something, right? It is. I, I saw Kamala Harris had the best, um, like, I don't want to call it a like get out of work email, but so she traveled down to Las Vegas mm-hmm. for the help is here rally for vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Sure, I'm not not going for that. No, I'm going for a conference on uh, uh, laminated name tags right, for right. the workplace. Right. It, it's in the MGM ballroom, you know. Right. It's in the it's in the lower area. Right. It's on, it's on the first floor one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, but it's it's it it feels weird, right? You know, St. Patrick's Day. Is it because I'm in my 30s and, you know, I have a family and can't just go give myself alcohol poisoning in downtown Detroit? Yeah, I mean... Is that why it feels bad or is it because of the pandemic? There's probably a little bit of both hanging there. I mean, because even outside the pandemic, you know, what'd you do? So not last year, because we didn't do this last year. The year before, did you do anything? For St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. I haven't done anything for St. Patrick's Day in years. Last time I did something, I think it was Mike and I, and it was the first day of uh, March Madness, and I don't think you were able to get off that Thursday. So it was just he and I. And it was one of those, it's 40 degrees, and we tried to force it by smoking a cigar in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't as good. Uh, did buy a nice bottle of scotch that day. Um, it was, who was it? Who was I know it was a good one. I'll I'll remember it and I'll scream it out at some point coming hey. up. But my point kind of is, even though I haven't done anything for St. Patrick's Day in a while, there's something always about it. Mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, yeah, yeah, the typical uh, amateur hour, blah blah blah, hardy har har, because it is. But there's a like, you know, a tip of the cap, a nod of the head, right? Because yeah. you used to be, we used to be, mm-hmm. we all used to be mm-hmm. those. So there's like a, there's like a nice comfort about knowing that that's going on. It's right? still happening, right? There's yeah. a nostalgia where we can go to like our, can't really go to any small bar, but I mean, I don't know. Were you in D.C.? No, you were in D.C. in the summer, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, it was May to whenever. So I was home for, because that was in 2017. My last big night out that I can remember was, <laughs> remember is probably not the right word here, but was 2018. I was working at Amazon. I got off at 6 a.m. Andre was at our friend, my friend Andre was at our friend Rose's house staying the night because that brought him in from, he lived in Detroit, brought him into Lincoln Park. I remember this, yeah. And I, think I was I like, this. all right, get up. He literally just stayed there just so I could meet him there and then we could go out. So Big League Brews and Taylor, shout out, they open at the only place in the general area that opens at 7 in the morning and serves alcohol at 7, immediately at 7 in the morning. I got off at 6, drove directly to Rose's house. Andre was up. We ordered the Uber, started taking shots of, of uh, vodka. I'm on, like, I'm on like 36 hours up already. So I'm smashing Red Bulls, doing shots of vodka. Uber pulls up, smack. We finished like almost half a fifth before, like within 30 minutes of this Uber trying to show up. Takes us to Big League Brews. We do the green beer. We do the Jameson. We do the Irish coffees. Do the whole bit. And then from there, we get an Uber to some other establishment, uh, you know, whatever, till noon, 1231. His mom picks us up with a baby and his brother. And we're like, mm. we've been drinking for for eight hours already, and it's new. Is that your baby, or yeah, whose baby you is this? Win that baby. So we what, went what to here? some other establishment, and I started doing shots with his brother, who thought he could out drink me. And I'm already eight hours deep into this. I said, nobody's out drinking me right now. My blood got, is alcohol. You can't. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, I'll can't. go down. Are you? How much are you willing to right. to sacrifice? Because I'm at the bottom of the barrel already. I've already laid it all out. <laughs> 
And then from there, we went to, you know, wherever, and somehow it got nighttime out. So I apparently lost my wallet. It's a whole thing. But that was the last, yeah. that was 2018. That was the last time. That was three years ago that I, I mean, did the last anything time, outrageous. The last time I think I, last time I went to a bar on St. Patrick's Day was probably, I don't know, what year is it? 2021. So it was probably 2019. And we stopped at Thomas McGee's shout out Eastern Market. Mm-hmm. Liverpool was playing Watford. And we stopped, the wife and I stopped there on the way to the Foling Warehouse in Hamtramck. Mm, our nice. cousin, our cousin was having a, a birthday. Remember that? Yeah, I didn't go to that because something else was happening. Maybe I it was I had to work 2018. Like Maybe you were out doing what you were no, doing. No, no, no. It, well... It was either I, I 18 or 19. If, I feel bad if that's why I missed my cousin's well, birthday. But that was the last time I was in uh, an establishment. Uh, last time I did anything, you're talking probably 2012 when I lived in Florida. And then the year prior, which we've, I've spoke about before when I lived in Boston. And let me tell you. Now, granted, I didn't know the inner workings of it, right? So I was a touristy, oh, you know, yeah. I just moved there. So it was just, I didn't have a spot to go you know what i mean i didn't mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. like i had spots but not for that because like anytime you have something like that you can't just like we can't just show up right you to gotta like have anywhere. kind of a plan of action of what you want and you to gotta do. know what's worth it right mm-hmm. applebee's on a friday night not worth no. it right chilies with nah. the boys on a tuesday now that talking. can be worth it right, right? nice fight that's, in the that's the lot. reason yeah. why i'm like signed up for a vaccine I just want to go back to fucking Chili's, okay? Um, you know, maybe get thrown out the back, get in a bar fight or something right. in the in the back alley. If you haven't had a, if you by... haven't had a drunk fight in a Chili's parking lot, you're missing out. Let me tell you. So yeah, I mean, the worst part about it was so you you were a little incorrect about uh, BLBs being the only place that is uh, giving out. Uh, it was alcohol. the only place that I could find in what we were doing. So that's but the place we go. I noticed that the one thing Detroit and even when I was in college had that they didn't have in Boston, which I thought for sure. I'm like, all right, well, if we do this in, you know, Detroit, we got to do it in, you know, the Irish capital of America, at least the East Coast one, Boston. Sorry, mm-hmm. anybody in Chicago. And that's the the dime beers, the dime drafts that yeah. increase every like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Up a quarter, up a quarter, and then they max out at like two twenty five for the little, you know, the eight ounce, yeah, ten yeah, ounce yeah, yeah. solo cups. Because they do that all the way around here. I get to Boston, I get out of work early, so it's like you know, noon. My buddy had been downtown already. I show up and I'm like, all right, let me just get you know a bottle of, let me get a Miller Lite or whatever it was. He's like, oh, it's, it's nine twenty five, and I'm like, it's fucking what? Excuse me. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm paying it here in Detroit. If you got thirty bucks. That's an that's an afternoon. You were probably going to have to get your stomach pumped by the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's how much that money goes. Boston, no, forget it. Now again, that's probably because I didn't have a place, and I'm in some you know rando bar, some mm-hmm. some generic bar in Fenyal Hall, right, in a place called Quincy Market, which is like the touristy spot. And I'm just You're Jenny just to Jenny, nuts to butts with every fucking guy. You know, didn't you have terrible. it? Wasn't there a bar in uh at Central in Mount Pleasant that did it, but with shots? The the increase wasn't it that Irish bar on the corner off Main or whatever that that Main Street that went down to the university on the left and on the right was uh Red Lobster. But if you kept going down, there was one all the way at the end on the right at the end on the corner, but I don't think it was shots. They I, may have had one that like, but it wasn't like a dime. No, it I thought it was like a like, quarter shot at like eight in the morning when we open, and by nine we're back up to like three dollars, and then it's over. No, so I know they did that with beers. I don't know if shots started that low, but let's be honest, I don't remember. That's another fun story. My junior year, I worked at a I worked at a Chinese restaurant. I was a jack of all trades my junior year when it came to jobs. Uh, I worked a night shift, and we had a St. Patrick's Day kegs and eggs party at our house. The cool thing about Central was they had uh, like bus taxis, like the fifteen person Econo vans, like the mm-hmm. church vans, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you call them, and it's three dollars. It's three dollars anywhere on campus, basically anywhere in Mount Pleasant for the most part, three bucks. 
It was like Uber before Uber, but mm-hmm. affordable. I, I have no idea how I made it home. Right. I don't, I know how I got home. I don't remember doing it. Mm-hmm. It was on the bus, but I left. I worked my shift at the Chinese place and <laughs> I ended up back at that. But that's the you magic. You had the kegs baby. and eggs party that's... at the Chinese restaurant? No, at my house at like eight in the morning. Oh, and, and then, then you, at like then six p.m. to work. I had to go to work. I right? see. I see. I see. But that's the magic. Because you could have uh, had a kegs and eggs roll party at the Chinese restaurant, and now we're talking. Whoa, let's. We're gonna beep that out because I don't want to give that away. That's an idea, right? It's there. one of those ideas mm-hmm. that we need to put a little TM stamp on. That's right, TM, TM. But TM. so now today, right? I'm making. I'm making uh, uh, leprechaun traps with my kids, and that's that same. And that's okay. That's okay. That's, uh, that's in fact, I'd, I'd rather do that. If there's one thing that this podcast is about, and I'm pretty, I, I know everybody listening is probably saying it aloud, because it's what else could it be about? It's about personal growth, mm. right? That's all we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um. Personal growth. So if that if that goes from blacking out at Dragon Express while I was on the clock and getting a ride home from the the head Mexican chef there, because that's probably another story. But the, the best Chinese restaurant in town by a Mexican chef. It was sounds about right to me. There was probably there was something nefarious going on with the employment practices. But I don't want to put anybody in trouble here. It's not what this is about. If it's if it's anything I've learned from doing that uh, to now making uh, leprechaun traps in a styrofoam box that I pulled out from the new soundbar I bought, it's that you know that's that's baseball, baby. That's right. Right. That that's how it goes. So let's uh, while we're on this St. Patty's Day vein, let's uh, let's take a, a trip to our bar and and wet our Irish whistles. Now I pour me too. I feel like Tom Cruise at cocktail. <laughs> All right. So here we are at cocktail hour. Uh, so I wanted to try to find something and do something clearly St. Paddy's Day based or at least at bare minimum Irish based. Ooh, I got an idea. I got an idea. All right. Whiskey. Yes. I mean, Correct. Sense. I was literally when I was looking up, I was trying to, I was going through some of the books I have and looking up some of the websites I like, and I'm like, all right, St. Patrick's Day cocktail. Somebody's got to have made some, and it's like you know this like mocha chocolate with Hershey's kisses in. I'm like, I don't the least Irish yeah. thing you've ever. Not only heard, is it not right? Irish, it's not Saint. It's only St. Patty's Day because it's green. And talk to any Catholic, and they won't agree with you that it needs to be green in the first place. Or is it the other yeah, way? I think it's the Protestants. I think the Protestants, Protestants are, are orange. orange they, okay. Yeah, I think so. But, but the point stands. A green doesn't really signify jack shit around here. It's about yeah. the day. So St. Paddy's Day doesn't really have cocktails. As close as you want to get, you might be able to squeeze by with an Irish coffee. or um, Don't do what I did. And I, if you didn't listen to that story before, it's why I didn't. When I was in Boston, I at the end of my night, I asked for an Irish car bomb. And... What we just, what we now call an Irish shot is what they will you'll give you. Just say it aloud in your head, and you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I could see why mm-hmm. um, a bunch of Irish people wouldn't appreciate that." Mm-hmm. They also didn't appreciate me then trying to just order the ingredients without saying a name. Mm-hmm. That's probably was but, more offensive, <laughs> especially when I said it to the same guy. Like I was like, "Okay, well, can I get a half a Guinness and some?" And he was like, "Man, get out! Get the fuck out!" So. To keep you from doing that, I'm going to give you a different cocktail that you can order at a bar. Now, your local tavern may not be able to facilitate this, but it's really not that difficult of a drink to be fair. Maybe don't order it on St. Patrick's Day. No, no. But this is, all right, enough of all this garbage. The drink's called the Emerald Cocktail. Uh, Ireland is known as the Emerald Island. Uh, Isle. Who the hell cares? Is there it's, a difference? No, yeah, there what is, is the and, difference? I don't know. I know the it's word not is an different. Isle, though. It's not an Isle, though. Hmm. The British Isles are an isle. I don't know that Ireland in itself is an isle. So it depends on who you're speaking. I'm, well, I, I wonder if isle has anything to do with, if it has to be a group of islands. Considering the British Isles has Wales, or not Wales, that's not an island. It's, a it's the Emerald Isle, bud. Well, all right. Well, you know what? Good thing I'm not from there. 
Prince Philip's gonna haunt my dreams tonight because hey, of we'll that. We'll get mistake. to him in a minute. <laughs> you sit down. We'll get to you soon. <laughs> Anyways, the Emerald Cocktail. It's a spinoff of the Manhattan. Everybody likes the Manhattan, and it and what a lot of people like about the Manhattan is it's such a simple two to one co- two to one ratio with some bitters. Is it allows for many many variations. Um, so this particular variation comes from the Dean Bar in Rhode Island. A bartender by the name of uh, Parker Lutherman. Um, he created this this variation of the Manhattan that basically just uses Irish whiskey. Um, so in general, it is two ounces of Irish whiskey. Um, the Dean Bar uses uh, Tallmore Dew uh, Irish XO. It, Tallmore Dew is a very good Irish whiskey. Um, it's better than your Jameson. It's better than Bushmills. It, I mean, those are cheap and those are they they're fine, I suppose. You're gonna be excommunicado. You better be careful. I know. I I drink <laughs> both of those on the regular. I keep Jameson generally on hand for Irish coffees and whatnot. Uh, but Tallmore Dew is a very, very, very good Irish whiskey. So it's two ounces Irish whiskey, one ounce sweet vermouth, your standard two to one, and then two dashes of orange bitters. And so this is where it kind of definitely changes. So we change the type of whiskey, and we're going to change from generally Angostura bitters, which is what you would use in in a Manhattan. And we're going to switch it to orange bitters. And then we're going to add a orange peel, express an orange peel over it, uh, uh, over the cocktail. So and you add all those to a mixing glass with ice, you stir till chilled, and then you strain into a Nick and Nora glass or a cocktail glass, a coupe glass, whatever you got on hand, it'll work just fine. And then express your orange on it. Bippity boppity boop. There we are. What if you roasted an orange on it? Like you put a little bit of that simple uh, syrup on it? Took I could... a, Took a blowtorch and just kind of caramelize a little bit of that? That'll work. I mean, I could probably just caramelize it just straight without adding anything to it. Hell, I could do what, um, oh, fuck, I can't think of his name right now. Homeboy who invented the Cosmopolitan back in the 90s at a bar in, at the Rainbow Bar in, in, in um, New York. He would just go to express the lemon or the orange, but he would light a match and hold it in front of the drink lit. And when he expressed the orange, it flamed the orange is what they called it. It didn't really light anything on fire. It didn't burn the orange at all, but it no, just, just made a cool a look. Yeah. Right? And it, yeah, the room a... smelled of orange for a minute, and it's nice. Um, not, I, a nice caramelized or smoked orange actually probably wouldn't be too bad in that. Yeah, well, so that, like, it's cool that you brought it up, though, because the you know both of us being big, uh, big Manhattan fans, with the, the change in the bitters from Angostura to orange really kind of changed the dynamic. And with the different flavor profile that is an Irish whiskey, um, I like it. I mean, it's weird because there's some there's there's a version um, of an old fashioned as well mm-hmm. that is it's it's like the same principle, right? Taking the Manhattan and changing it and using Irish whiskey, and we uh, the Kentucky made, which is one that we'll probably do there there's an Irish made one which yeah. is the same thing like you can do a Kentucky made which is you know Kentucky it's American uh bourbon mm-hmm. or you can do an old made where you put like gin in it so i mean most of these cocktails because like we said at the beginning uh traditional Irish cocktail whiskey right that's kind of whiskey and a Guinness thank you kind of historically what you got right um i like it i don't like i don't prefer it over a regular manhattan uh, I believe the Manhattan got a solid nine. Uh, I'm going to give this one an eight, though. It's got all the flavor profiles you like. I don't not like Irish whiskey. It just is a clear step below, um, you know, my bourbons or, mm-hmm. or, or a rye whiskey for me. Uh, again, not not being disparaging on it, but but an eight, a very strong eight. Very good. And and to be fair, you're so close, Ireland. You're so close to Scotch to Scotland. Oh, it's right there. It's yeah, but they're so the far away. But they're so far away in, right? in taste and, and yes, profiles. Yes. yes, but I'm just saying, when you're right there, get why well, get a Guinness? I'd take a ferry across the sea to go to a, I don't know, a Glenfiddich or somewhere and get me a nice bottle off the shelf. I mean, you could probably just go to a liquor store. I mean, yeah, I probably could do that. But I'm, I mean, know, my my metaphor is just time wise, might. Put very, you on the it's very spatial of a okay, moving on. Prince Philip. Yeah. That's what I want to get to. We brought him up last week. Uh, did we bring up him? We brought up the royal family. We had I think Mary we I think Meghan. We, I think we passing glance talked about his rotting corpses somehow still animated. Yeah, I mean 
I think we pulled like maybe talked about like a little bit of Bernie Lomax in them. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't, we should. Put Except I don't think it's I don't think it's as like harmless as that, right? Bernie Lomax was like all in good fun. Yeah, there was some voodoo, but it was fun. It mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. yeah, there was a guy that was trying to kill him because of what Lomax was in. But there was nothing satanic. No. Right? Um no, I'm not saying that there is with that, especially in today's climate. Um, there's lots of shouts on that. And if you want to hear about those people, you have to put your head further in the sand and go find those other podcasts. Yes. All we're trying to say is Prince Philip has been dead since before I was born, I'm Correct. pretty sure. Correct. And what's even more remarkable is they, I believe they only took his driving privileges away like a year ago. Yeah, I feel like I I read a story about that not too long ago. That I mean, he the finally man can't like, drive anymore. He literally just went like crazy taxi driver in real life, the video game where you right. just jump off everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, he did that you like eighteen months ago. And it was one of these, and like you know, he didn't get in trouble or anything, but he hit somebody, and it's like, well, of course he did. He's dead. I mean, per his Wikipedia, he is currently ninety nine years. His carcass is 99 years of age. Now, we can we can argue yeah. if that is alive this or iteration, yes. Yeah, this iteration of his physical body, whoever he soul-snatched it from before. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, like, imagine, right, uh, you've got the queen who's, you know, been alive for 1,600 years, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and then him. Does anybody... Does anybody around there, like, kind of ask the question? And if they do, like, what happens? Right? I mean, I'm not saying anything, but I've seen the Princess Diana documentary. Not saying anything. I've just seen it. This is like what the the book, this is what Dan Brown was getting at when he was writing about the Da Vinci Code. Mm -hmm. Right? It was just so, like, steeped. Da Vinci was trying to warn everybody. All, the, yeah. all those paintings, the Mona Lisa, if you look at it just right, she's looking across the Louvre and there's a pizza box that looks like an arrow that's pointing at a key on a wall that opens up a locker in Central Station. There's some mice. And there's like, there a, there's like a, you know, a Daily Mirror headline and it's exactly. Prince Philip's rotting face. I loved right. his cameo in Ash and the Evil Dead. That was great. <laughs> Wasn't that good? That was good. That was a good shout. I... <laughs> There's something wrong I mean, with that. I'm man. not. I'm I mean, not. I'm not wishing him dead again. Again, no. You know, but it's just. It's kind of odd, right? And you know, they said this was the other thing I found out. They're like, "Well, he's been released after a month in the hospital from a heart procedure." I'm like, don't people when they're normally that old and they have to have procedures on like their brain or their heart? The doctors are like, "We could do it." But you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to handle it. And right. I, I guess I shouldn't speculate. I don't know what he's also when you're probably the richest family in the world. You, you know, there's probably a little access of medical care that are hey, uh, unavailable. Colonizing and pillaging for spices all those hundreds of years doesn't come without perks. It shouldn't, because if it, it did, why would anybody do it? I mean, it doesn't come with flavor. It doesn't come with flavor on your own food. But mm-hmm. if you want to live forever. <laughs> they must have found something in one of their one of their pillaging expeditions. Well, also, I'm like, glad why to... would you want to live that long in that weather? <laughs> I mean, it's just miserable. If it it's... stops raining for more than 20 minutes, then it's just gloomy sogginess out there. And it's like, ah, and I got to eat pie again? And not like good pie. Like, I don't think what meat are... is in this pie? I don't know. And the chef doesn't know. I don't think those are his chief concerns about his existence right now no it's making sure that somebody draws the correct pentagram on the ground (laughs) no salt in the house no salt is that garlic get that shit out of here oh man onion powder only okay well you know tough tough week for the crown yeah i don't think they're having a good time also i think they'll be fine i could really kind of give a shit less to be quite frank okay I think they'll be fine. I'm. I, I don't think this will put any uh, dents in their uh, plans to release a new uh, Christmas video. Maybe she'll have two gold pianos behind her, mm-hmm. just to like really flip the double bird. 
Hey, hey, speaking of these commercials, I'm um, going back to the whole Panther and the Odyssey thing. Not that exact commercial, but do you Can't remember? Can't really shake it, can you? Do you remember? It was, was another Super Bowl commercial. Now that I'm thinking about it, when James Bond and the Queen jumped out of a helicopter. Man, you, you know, you hear like you see those videos about people like, oh, this is my cousin. He can remember every Yankee score from 1993 <laughs> and like who the starting pitcher on both team was. That's you're like starting to. To build this catalog of, hey, do you remember this abstract Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, I, for some reason I'm turning into a Super Bowl commercial connoisseur, and I'm actually not that happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't Super Bowl. You know what it was? It was the 2012 London Olympics. Oh, yeah. It was so Daniel it Craig, yes, and they were jumping out the fucking, they were like, you got a mission, choose to accept it. I don't know. I'd never watched Avatar. I don't know. Uh <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. We're having fun. That's right. Well, hey, here, here's another question. Okay. Here's another. I, I'm just coming with it right now. Bring it. So this, you know, the English family and the royalty have probably been around. They could probably answer this question for me. But do you think when people were coming up with like calendars and like weekdays and weekends and that whole system, do you think that you know one of the guys was like, all right, so we're gonna have two weekends and people generally aren't gonna work on these days. And then someone went, when are we going to start this system? And, you know, there was some loser who was like, well, since Monday and Sunday are like the first, Monday's the first day, why don't we start today as Monday? And everyone just looked at him and said, Jerry, no, we're starting, today's Friday. The day's almost over. We're starting on Friday. And we're going to get through Saturday and Sunday, the weekends that we just established. And then we'll do Monday some other time. Because there's no shot they started, the, they went, okay, we got two days off during the week. Let's start on the furthest day possible away from that. I mean, are these the things that keep you awake at night? Sometimes. Because I, I find it fascinating. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, uh, I, it's okay, so let me think. This is, okay, now I feel like I'm being examined by Freud. Mm-hmm. This is some, like, completely veiled question you're asking me, isn't it? No, I'm just trying to figure out, did they start on a Monday or a Friday? Because if it's me, I'm go- and we just created two weekend days in the middle of this week that we also just invented, I'm starting it on Friday. Because this is definitely like a 3 p.m. end of the work week meeting, and you're like, homie, this is, we're today's Friday, tomorrow's Saturday. We're going. Yeah, okay, so you're not going to bake a cake and not eat it for four days. Right. right? If you're going to bake a cake, right. you're going to eat the cake. That's right? what I'm saying. So if you're like, I got this idea, right? Listen. We've been working. Mm. What if we stopped? Yep. For like fucking two days, man. And then come on back. Right. Yeah. You're clearly not going to have this breakthrough and then be like, All right, we'll start we'll, that next week. We'll do it in three days. <laughs> we'll do it next week. Not yet. I haven't had my fill of smithing iron i know this hay ain't gonna plow itself out here man i've been no. doing it for centuries i gotta keep i gotta do four more days four more someone days. has to shovel the shit okay well so we've solved that one all right they they invented weekends on a friday you want another one yep <laughs> so i've read my bible not recently i have though generally in pieces I, i've got the gist of it uh yeah <laughs> Cliff, I got spark yeah, notes. I, I re- spark I, notes, right? Yeah, yeah. I read the Quizlet ten question quiz information about it. Uh, read the insert page insert on the seventh day on Sunday. See, this all ties together with the weekends for some reason. Okay. On the seventh day, did God say, "Oh shit, I'm out of eggs. Let's everybody go to the fucking supermarket"? Because that seems to be what's going on. Everyone comes home from church. They go to Ramshorn. Right, the change, and then everybody and their mother goes to Kroger. Yeah, this is, I've never, you know, I've never noticed until I had to forage and fend for myself. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like a deleted scene from Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Doesn't matter wherever you go. Mm-mm. Doesn't matter if you're in the nice Kroger, if you're in the shitty Kroger. Local you supermarkets. Know? Big in fact, I wouldn't trust a supermarket if they were stocked on a Sunday. True. Something would be wrong. If I can walk up, up up and down this aisle unencumbered and unimpeded, there is an issue with this place. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, I was, 
this is the Italian food section because I was I'm in need of some prego. Well, yeah, it's right there. Okay, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, you should have had to go look for it. You turn into Robin Williams. What day is it? Where am I? This is Sunday, right? You're in some kind of fucking simulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't trust the supermarket stocked on a Sunday. No, Dead it's, giveaway. It's ridiculous. Dead giveaway. That's probably how Prince Philip, that's, that's probably a way they get people like that. Harvesting uh, people. They don't, they don't see those traps. Like if you walk into a mm. supermarket and it's full on a Sunday, it's clearly a front. Right, right. For some type of right? organization. And people be like, oh my gosh, look at this wonderful supermarket. Mm. Everything's here. Everything I could need. Snatched. Mark of the Beast. Next thing you know, you're getting bloodlet. That's right. And you hear Goodbye Horses is playing behind you. And you're in the empty well. Yeah, there's a Tesco right outside Buckingham Palace that's literally backed up to the palace. It's just literally a... It's just the entranceway. And then you fall down a slip and slide into a dungeon. Damn Prince it. Philip. Prince Philip... <laughs> See the queen lean her head over the over the well, start wheeling down a bucket, and Prince Philip's head's right above her. <laughs> Put the lotion on. She puts the lotion on. <laughs> yeah, so yes. So weekends invented on Fridays, mm-hmm. and um, on the seventh day, I had to go to the supermarket. That's, that's right. Good call. But all I got. Very weekend based, but self self growth and uh answering the questions that keep you up at night. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't say you didn't learn anything. Speaking of that, I had a thought. Okay. Now this is kind of just spitballing here. And in, and this is kind of I don't know if it's gonna work better while we're still here doing this remotely or if it'll go better. When we're uh, when we're finally back together in the garage, mm-hmm. but let's let's do some research. Maybe not every week or whatever, but let's let's see if we can't search and find like some topics. Maybe it's a story that you know. Maybe it's uh, part of a audio biography of someone or an autobiography of someone. And then let's let's just go through it. But let's let's find something maybe off the beaten path. Let's see if we can't continue to educate mm-hmm. ourselves and those listening. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll have a little bit of fun with it. I'm not I talking like about like, okay, well, you know, this is how this is how uh, a cable structure bridge was first invented, and unless well, there's a good like, story yeah. in there, yeah, that isn't let's, just, let's yeah. find something spicy. You know, let's find you know. It's not like a. I don't want a regular beef sandwich. I want mm-hmm. a spicy Italian beef, mm-hmm. like from a little hole in the wall in Chicago. Right? That sounds very like nice to that me. That kind, not like just dry beef on on bread. Mm-hmm. Right? Give me something. I have a little body to a little. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I like this. I like this idea. I mean, there's there's going to be no no uh, shortage of Florida man stories, but it can't just be your average Florida man. If you're going to bring me a Florida man story, it's got to be some yeah. creme de la creme. I mean, anybody can anybody can search those, and those have a place. But I don't want to lean too hard on it. Like perfect example, we did Old Tom. Mm-hmm. Old Tom was a great one, right? That was a good one about the killer whales. Yep. You know things like that. Which has anyone checked in on them? The killer whales in general? Well, the ones that were fucking with everybody. Uh, and, I, I mean, mean, I haven't. They So that means they've... Considering gotten, we're the... You, me, and our ghost friend Mike, apparently the only people that are keeping track of this. I, that means they've gotten to the press. They're probably... They pro- they've they probably found... Yeah, well, they probably shoehorned a yacht and are now holding those people captive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until demands about, are met. Talk about the deep state. You know what? I'm going to write a letter to President Biden, and we got to. There needs to be an agency that needs to be created, some type of executive agency. Space Force. That's a, that's right. a decoy. There ain't nothing even out They're there. Looking we the need wrong to be way. looking down. Down. Space Force. If you guys don't hear from us ever again, it's the orcas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Putin's not doing nothing to cancel us. Although we did get a quick spike in uh, 
uh, uh, some uh, very nice Russian listeners after I hey, challenged you're about Putin to get a, to a spike in your blood toxicology is what you're about to get a spike in. Listen, listen, I like spicy food, whether it's that or Navalchuk in there. I don't know. I don't know if it could be could be chili powder. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, good thing the chili powder I use is 20 years old and it's still half a bottle full. I'll have that for the rest of my life. You'll be all right. All right. Well, March Madness starts mm. uh, in two days. St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow for us. A good weekend coming up. Spring duly mm-hmm. around the corner. Last day at work for me this week, tomorrow. Look at that. Oh. Look at that. Outstanding. All right. Well, why don't you, why don't you hit them with some business and uh, we can get out of here for the week. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be reposting on our socials and, uh, well, I suppose that's it, on our socials, the the link for the ESPN uh, bracket uh, uh, tournament we're running here. Again, it's free to enter, and there's a pri- some prizes at the end that we're going to hash out. One's gonna, at least going to be a 50 or or $100 gift card, and then maybe some possible merch if we get that sorted. Um, but first and foremost, uh, you can email us at garagetimepod at gmail.com. You can catch our bracket invite. Uh, group on our Instagram at Garage Time, on our Facebook at Garage Time, and our Twitter at Garage Time Pod. Um, Patreon, patreon.com backslash Garage Time, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to we're trying to really push some more content out, especially on our Twitter front. Uh, I want to make sure that we're active there. Uh, you can see the lovely, uh, um, uh, really. I, they're basically twins, side by side photo of of, of Prince Philip and, and the Evil Dead uh, demon creature. I'll give another fifty dollar uh, Amazon gift card if you can tell me which is which. Exactly. Um, but all of that being said, make sure that you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, subscribed on Spotify, following on any of those sites, uh, so that way you get our episodes the minute they drop on Wednesday. All right, good deal. Well, I think uh, I think we covered a lot of topics there, so there's not too much uh, to to be worried about. Mm-hmm. We do have uh, we are making a little bit of headway on that uh, merch front, so hopefully we'll have some some goodies or some this and that's here coming soon, um, just in time to kick off uh, kick off summer. Mm-hmm. Which also, you and I need to get brainstorming on. Uh, some of the activities and things we're going to have going. I was flicking through my calendar for a golf outing date. Ooh, baby. I'm excited. All right. Well, those things are all to come. Um, but eyes on the prize this weekend, baby. We got mussels, calamari, bottles of wine, uh, and then basketball, basketball, basketball. And so just copious amounts of beer just, tossed in there. There you are. There you are. Another Another uh, presumed, already presumed successful garage time office party will be commencing this weekend. So I can't wait. You guys, I hope you all have fun. Have a good time. St. Patrick's Day, please be responsible. Don't be a dickhead. Um, be, you can be a dickhead, but be like a not ruin someone's life dickhead. Correct. That would be, that would be great. Um, and also, please remember, guys, there, I mean, there is still a pandemic going on out there. So have fun, but don't be another type of dickhead mm, right mm-hmm. you know be uh be kind of safe because we want to have more of these things right i'd like to and go then, out next year for st patrick's day that would be, it'd be a great time be a great time all right enough of that don't forget to call when you're home wear your seatbelt and all those other things your grandmother always told you and also remember to keep those beers cold <laughs>